Welcome to Hoof and Horn, a witch's podcast, where we talk about witchcraft, paganism, music, the occult, and whatever else we want. Welcome to our latest episode with music from Demonia Nymph. In this go-around, Braxis and I talk about the full moon in Virgo, our new tarot project, taste test key lime M&Ms, and review the Golden Girls tarot. Please remember to share our podcast with your friends and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and our new TikTok. And if you head over there now, you can see my new Hakate-inspired tattoo. Hoof.horn.podcast. If you have any comments, requests for episodes, or just want to drop us a line, our email is hoof.horn.podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.
Hey! <laughs> I was waiting for you to turn and look at me. We're fucking back. Oh, yeah. Took a little bit of a... Right, we got a new president. I was in a coma. Were you? <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping beauty. <laughs> yeah, we got a new president. Yeah. Um... What else? Snowed in. Yeah. Winter. <clears throat> Procrastination. A lot of babies. Distractions. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Douchebaggery. Insurrection. Yeesh. <laughs> or have some have referred to it as the er- erection. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> How are you, Braxis? Um... I'm okay, man. I'm okay. I'm uh, doing the best that I can. It's pretty much all that you can be asked, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely missing out on playing out music and shit. That certainly yeah. fucking sucks. Um, but hopefully that'll, I don't know, come back around. Been trying to do shit to still make albums and stuff happen while all this is going on so like behind the scenes recording and shit like that yeah both your bands right yes that's cute that is cool um i think black market vinyl should probably have a album out before metal horse but uh we've finished like six songs and i have them all mastered and everything we just need to do six more and because of all the snow and corona and all that shit my brother broke his wrist (laughs) whoops um (laughs) Yeah, you don't want that to happen and nobody was playing guitar, good God. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, so... It's been fucked up, I won't lie. It certainly no, has. It's but not fun. No, but hopefully we're going to come out on the other side of this thing and maybe learn a thing or two about it as a society as a whole. Um, optimistic, I suppose. Let me ask about uh, T-Rex's life in the last fucking six months. Uh, it's been very busy. Baby-wise. Um, but that's other people's lives, even though I... That's my job, but... Um, I've been taking classes. I've taken a Hail Hakate, Walking the Forked Path course with Jack Grail, which was fabulous. Cool. And I highly recommend it for anybody who um, is interested or works with Akate or um, is dedicated to her. It kind of focuses on uh, like TGM stuff and I don't know. I just thought it was wonderful and I really... Um, I really like Jack, too. I think his teaching is great. I uh, jumped into his um, 50 Rights for 50 Nights uh, PGM course, and uh, it's like seven weeks in, and I'm I'm behind. And I came in like three weeks behind, so I'm even more behind, but um, it's sort of like a ritual a week, so I can catch up within a week. I just have to be able to do it. Um, yeah, I guess... We had to say goodbye to one of our Vikings. And that threw me for an ugly 
loop. Yeah, that sucked, man. Yeah. Uh, do people know what we're talking about? The Viking kittens. <clears throat> yes, six of them. We have never talked about that before. I ever. don't know. Have we ever talked about my kittens? I don't think so. I don't know. You got them in September, right? No, I got them. I found them in July. And kept them all because why not? I fell in love with them. I said I would adopt them out, but <laughs> me eight months adopt later. out a cat. Right. What are you talking about? So raised them from hand since I didn't have a mama. And they all had Viking names, right? Yeah, they're all named after Vikings from the Viking series. I love them to death. Um, but one of them had a heart too big for this world and he is has sailed on and I miss him hail and farewell so that sucks yeah that fucking sucks it's been sucks. shitty it's yeah. just been shitty <laughs> can, <laughs> so. I, can I get a hell yeah out there for anybody else who's <laughs> fucking been taking it up the ass recently My but <laughs> but we've decided <laughs> Not in a good way, I should say. Let me clarify. Let me clarify first. Uh, nobody? <laughs> Just clarify. Sucks. I, I hope that people out there have found some other shit. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's... I feel like I've kind of fallen into a mental state of... Of not doing anything. You know what I mean? Just like this yeah. motivation is just like, what the fuck? But... You know, I always see those posts or something or whatever. It's like, oh, you got time to write fucking poetry. And, you know, I don't know. You've done Paint some a nice portrait, paintings, you know, though. This is true. You have done some really nice paintings uh, during you. during this coma that mm -hmm. we've been in. Yeah. And drawings and... Mm -hmm. I did one of uh, our uh, fallen Viking. I gotta finish. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I I'm scared. Like I'm scared. I know. That's why you're not finishing it. So finish it because I, I want it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I did the whole thing in pencil and then went with black ink over everything except for him. And now he just, he's looking at me well, like, if you fuck this up, dude. You know what I mean? You're not going to. Come on. Just do it. I've been yelling his name while I've been drawing it. So maybe it'll help me out. Whew. Guide my hand. Good sir. Yeah, but I'll finish it, man. I want you to have it. Yeah, I would like it, so you have a week. Yeesh. Um, <laughs> but we have fun stuff. We have a fun project that we said to ourselves, like, hey, that's a good project. And then we could take our project and bring our podcast back to life by doing our project. Mm -hmm. Right? And what's our project? Uh, we are going to attempt to make some tarot cards. <laughs> And uh, I think just for the sake of us actually getting it done, we might just focus on the major arcana. But I but think if we get that's going... That's the one you do first. You can't have a tarot deck with just the major arcana. I know that. I know. I know. I just meant... No, you're right. I know. Those are the fun ones. We're going to do the fun ones first, right. of course. Absolutely. But I want to make them so that they're not... You know, I just feel like sometimes you look at a tarot card and it's like, okay, seven of swords. Okay, well, there's seven swords on this card. All right, yeah, no. well, what the fuck? What you just you're just telling me what I'm looking at? What the hell yeah, does that mean? Yeah, they're not gonna be like that. Oh, um, yeah. So definitely, and then I hate ones that are 
Uh, I guess I'm being a dick about it, but I hate ones that <clears throat> it's like they have some symbols in there or symbolism that just doesn't make any sense, you know, or could have worked better in a different card, you know, there's like a, yeah, I don't know, an image that would have worked so much better for your, you know, star card that is actually on the wheel card, or, you know, a fortune, whatever. Well, like, everyone should know. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to get called out right because here. Because... Anything that you do with Braxis, mm -hmm. you got to know that right over Braxis's shoulder is this being called Mr. Shoulda. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Shoulda will tell you how it should have been. If you've ever seen, uh, what is that, <laughs> like Disen Venom. Disenchanted. Um, <laughs> close, I guess. Uh, Lucy on there. I can just oh. see that little black demon you know, uh -huh. sitting on my yeah, shoulder. Yeah, that's Mr. Shudda. Yeah, he does that so a lot. So Mr. Shudda has a lot of things to say. Yeah, and it's, it's totally preposterous. I mean, or, oh, I didn't say that right. How does that preposterous? Word? Yes, that one. Uh, that I would, I mean, I just do it all the I can't help it. It's just well, like when I watch a being, movie and you go, oh, why the fuck they do that when they could have done this? And, critiquing is okay. And yeah. I feel like when you critique something... If the other per like the person that made it is standing there, like don't be a total douchebag. Oh about right, I've never done that. But critiquing, if you don't, people aren't used to being. I'll lie before I do that. Unless you've gone through like art school or something, you know, and you have to put your work up on the wall and have mm -hmm. your class critique it, you get used to that and you know that it's not personal. No. Although, as I look here across the room at the art of the sarcophagus, I will say. Shit. This is the size of a human. <laughs> this is the size of a god. So, Mr. Shudda is really annoying at times. Yeah. But I appreciate Mr. Shudda's <clears throat> insight. And Mr. Shudda and Braxis and T-Rex are going to look at a couple of decks tonight as like a fun way to get us going with our deck. Our deck. And we're going to, in the series after this, we're going to look at like maybe... I don't know, three or four cards at a time mm -hmm. and talk about the symbolism and mm -hmm. have a discussion that we're going to record as we come up with what <clears throat> our cards are going to look like. Dun-dun-dun! So... Uh, and we're not going to piss off on the backs of the card, you know, where they always well, put some Mr. just Gennaro... issues to say. Yeah, man, what's up with that, dude? I mean, you could have made something awesome on the back of that and you didn't at all, or even try. Uh, but that's a lot of tarot get decks, I feel, are that way. That they just... So you don't like the back. No. So, so we're not going to dupe out on that, and we're not going to dupe out on the minor ones either. Because uh, I really like... I think I've said this before, but I really like the Thoth deck, because every time I look at it, I feel like I see something new, and I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, that, holy shit, that symbol was in there this whole time, and I never saw it, but... Um, that's what I like about it. It's very uh, aesthetic. It's got a yeah, I can't. Of... I, I mean, I think as a art pieces, they're very interesting, but I can't read from it. Right, I'm as a reader, that. I can't. I don't even know what I'm looking at. So. And what's weird to me is your favorite deck is the, which one is that? The New York deck? Is that the one? I forget what's called. That, I read from that the most. Yeah, the Tower of the Burrows. But I feel like that's because the images speak to me. Sure, that's what and I mean. And so everybody's going to find a deck. I mean, I don't care if it's like the tarot of cats wearing Renaissance clothing. Like, whatever it is, if the images speak to you, mm -hmm. then go for it. Um, those images speak to me because it it's home and some of the people in the deck I know. Mm -hmm. um, 
so once I saw them, it was just, it all made sense. Um, it doesn't really follow a, like the, the exactly the rider weight in any way, mm-hmm. but it still has the symbolism that you, I feel like I can read. Yeah, um, well, I would like to like fucking jam pack as much symbolism in there as, as humanly possible. Kind of like uh, the death card that I did make at one time. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had to plow it with all kinds of symbolism just to say everything that needs to be said about it, I guess. <clears throat> we can use a picture of your death card as our image for the Ooh. for the um, episode, if you're okay Hell with that. Hell yeah, sure. And then everybody can see your amazing, awesome death card. <laughs> what? It, it is what? cool. It is cool. But it's, is it still not even finished? Did you, did you finish that? Is that yeah, finished? that's done. Okay. That's done. Well, I think we just need to be like, it's, it's a little bit piecemeal-y. We're recording this on multiple times, multiple days, putting it all together, dividing into two. Subtract. And multiplied by... To the power of... Done. Shira. So it's just going to be a little bit all over the place. That's all right. We're back. We are. <clears throat> With a vengeance, baby. Right. We're going to go through like the first few cards in the tarot. We've got snacks, we've got drinks, we have combos, we have Hershey's chocolate dipped pretzels, our fresh beverages, fresh beverages. <laughs> and these new key lime pie M&Ms, which we are going to taste test for the first time ever on podcast. Now, so there's, I noticed there's different colors of uh, well, I think green they just, here. Yeah, but I don't know if the flavor's any different. I think okay. it's just like shades of green. Oh, all right. Here we go, yeah. buddy. Okay. Well, I don't hate it. I don't either. It took a minute for it to taste like it, right? Is it like white chocolate that's flavored like lime? I'm guessing. I mean, lime is a very happy, uplifting scent. Yep. Essential oil of lime is like one of my favorite essential oils. So, we're going for round two here. Mm Mm-hmm. I gave us both a white and a green to see if there was. I don't think there's any difference. Some sort of crazy concoction that might destroy the universe when we bite into it. I've definitely tasted worse. Yep. I wouldn't buy those, though. Right. Right? I mean, it just... I'd rather right. just eat chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and get some key lime pie on the side. Well, that's why I got the Hershey's chocolate-dipped pretzels. Yeah, these good. Because I knew that those were... We'll give it. Okay, it's two minutes of us talking about... Bullshit! Candy. Well, um... Let's put on our thinking caps. We can. We can also mention, mm-hmm. as I when I went to the gas station store... Uh-huh. Uh, I did look up into the beautiful night sky, and we are at 95% full. So on Saturday, uh, it will be the February full moon. And it is known as, mostly, come on Zoe, as the snow moon, which is February's, February's moon. And the moons have different names, which basically comes from our indigenous folk. But Next Saturday, is that the 27th? Yeah. 
this coming in two days. Um, so February typically has lots of snow. I don't know where, well, I don't know where anybody lives that's living, that's listening to this podcast, but the majority of us have had some interesting weather. Lots know? of snow. She means lots of lots snow. Lots of snow and Arctic weather that is reaching as far as Texas and they're having some problems. Um, it's been weird up here because it's it'll get bad for like a week and then it'll be 50 degrees Well, I hear that's week. Indiana, huh? Right. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I saw a meme today and it was a, from yesterday maybe and it said everyone in Indiana and it was a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio like with his open window in his car right. just looking. Was that from Wrath of Grapes or Grapes of Wrath? I don't know. I didn't see I it. I think maybe it might have been. Yeah. But, just yeah. sort of space in the sun because it was so beautiful that it was like 50 degrees and with negative temperatures it suddenly felt like let's go to the beach if we yep. have one. Um, but anyway, we're almost at the snow moon. So if you're doing some magics at the full moon, uh, the moon will be in the sign of Virgo. Um, oh, wait, I wanted to actually to say that while it's the snow moon, we shouldn't, uh, you know, put all of our indigenous people throughout Turtle Island uh, insinuating that they're the same. So I came across an article that had different names according to different um, nations. So the Cree called it the Bald Eagle Moon or the Eagle Moon. The Ojibwa called it the Bear Moon. And the uh, Tlingit called it the Black Bear Moon to refer to the time when the bear cubs are born. Oh, wasn't, didn't they call it the Raccoon Moon at some point? The Dakota. Oh, okay. They called it the, rac- the Raccoon Moon. And the Algonquin peoples called it the Groundhog Moon. And the Haida named it the Goose Moon. Um, I made a different list why of did, Why are all theirs real cool and we just go, eh, it's a full snow moon. moon. Snow Moon, yeah, Snow yeah, Moon. Snow Moon. Um, like well, leopard, snow with... leopard moon. That's it. We're changing it right there. <laughs> snow leopard moon. Snow leopard eagle bear moon. There you go. With raccoons. Bear pig man. Man bear pig. <laughs> um, I'm sure that it has to do with maybe the things that they were seeing. You don't know. You know. I see like the Algonquin with the groundhog. You know. Uh, maybe with the goose moon. Maybe the geese are returning. So it's what you're seeing for colonial people. Mm-hmm. Back in the Diz, it's snowing a lot in February, so it all has to do with nature, really. Um, but it's also, like I was saying, it's in the moon. Uh, the moon is in Virgo. Virgo rules the fifth house of creativity, children, and your self-expression. Virgos can be very perfectionist types of people, um, very organized. So if you're doing any magic for this full moon and you need to get organized or detailed in something that you're working on and you need help in detailing, um, it's not a super emotional sign. So here's where you can be more practical about things, have your sense of purpose, to be more productive about things, and sort of organize and um, perfect stuff. Cool. Virgo. Good to know. Yeah. Good information to it. have. You do your magics. Do it to it. Mm-hmm. So mote that shit. Um, so what cards are we going to talk about? Well, I was hoping maybe we could do the first four, and we'll just see what happens. And we'll break it up see what if we, we get have through. to. Yeah. Okay. 
We don't want to make our podcast super long because we can, we are long winded. We are. We talk about <laughs> dumb stuff sometimes. And then we add music and advertisements. You and know. little sound effects like this. Yeah, or a kick-ass beat. was dope so we you know can go on and on but we're gonna try to narrow it down and basically i'm gonna look at the time after we're done with this so we may have two cards and then a review and another two cards and a review or maybe it's gonna be all four cards and then a review and four more cards and a review we don't know you don't know let's see no what happens knows. oh my god let's find out <laughs> together so the first four cards in zotero Zotero, starting with the number zero. Which is what? Which is thy fool. Mm -hmm. Or, uh, let's see, what else do we have him called here? We have the fool, we idea? have the foolish man, which I think is just kind of a pretentious way to say the fool, I guess. Um, the fool and the fool. So mm -hmm. out of the four, I have four different tarot cards in front of me. I'm not going to go into what they all are, but um, so I'm looking at each picture as we look at the fool mm -hmm. and one of them calls him the foolish man instead of the fool. Uh, has you ever heard of another name besides the fool for that? Not really. Uh, the well, seeker. Well, the seeker because in the Tower of the Burrows that card is the seeker, the seeker. which kind of gets into uh, the segue of the Tarot is the fool's journey through it, you know, especially with the, the, major, art, the major arcana. It's the fool's journey through and the experience um, through the tarot and basically a learning process about himself okay. um, and the different characters that he comes across in that major arcana. So kind of That some, light's going to need to go d d d down. So <laughs> some self-discovery in that? Yes, yes. Okay. So he is essentially a seeker. Um, Maybe we can talk a little bit about the symbolism in the card, and then we can, you know, and yeah. thinking about like the 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 rider weight itself, and the cards that you have out, and what. Well, I noticed. Symbolism and there. I was in in any of these. He's not carrying a net. He is carrying a satchel in this one, and like kind of a over mm -hmm. the shoulder. Uh, mm -hmm. What do they call that? A bum sack. A rucksack? A rucksack. Rucksack. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, but I've seen him with a net. That's usually the one I really? always think of is him with a net. And I guess not even waist yeah. is that way. Yeah. Huh. So, when I first learned the tarot, or a class I took in the tarot like 20 years ago, something that was pointed out to me was the sleeves in the Rider Waite uh, of the are a bit tattered and so while this is the first card in the tarot it's a zero it's the fool it's a start it's about beginnings right he's already been through he's, some shit yes he's already had and we all to get to the journey he's well, got to yeah. go through and, something and to figure out he wants to do that right, right? And, we, and we're always sort of starting again the first you know? step to self-discovery mm -hmm. um and i thought the net that was with him was kind of like 
he's carrying around this baggage that he doesn't need to be carrying around. Or he could be he could already have all the things that he kind of needs in that little bag. Okay, like he's, he's just got to go through them like he does through himself yeah. of the tarot. All yeah. right, all right, all right. Yeah. I like it. I mm -hmm. like it. He in the in the Rider Waite deck, which we really should call the Pamela Coleman Smith deck because she's the artist. Um, he's holding a little white rose, which is a symbol of purity. Uh, it has to do with like innocence as well. His whole expression, he's right there on the edge of a cliff, typically. Or in, in this card, and we'll have pictures of these cards that we're looking at on our, uh, our social media too. But he is on a journey. He's walking. None of the ones that you have in front of you there show him, other than this one, the foolish man. Um, it, it does show him on the edge of that cliff. Whereas he is looking up. Zoe, relax. Chill out. Um, by standing on the edge of that cliff with the dog here, right? We've got the guidance of the dog. Uh -huh. Sound effects. Mm -hmm. um, now, is that because he's so aloof? He's about to take one step off to... He doesn't notice the cliff? It's possibly. It could be a foolishness, you know what I mean? But it's also a trust. You know what I mean? It's it's trusting the journey. You don't know where you're going. And he's being guided. And he has the gu the, the companion of the dog, which the dog symbolizes the, the divine. I always thought him. that the divine dog was biting him on the leg and he wasn't noticing because he was so aloof. Well, here, I think that gets into how you, how are you reading the cards? And are right. you reading them by you because you're opening up the little booklet that comes with it and flipping through and seeing what someone said? Or are you reading it on an intuitive level? Mm -hmm. So if that's how you see that dog, mm -hmm. that's totally okay. And it's kind of the right? same concept, just that <clears throat> the dog is the divine. So even if you see it right mm -hmm. beside him, they're there. Right. And I see it with him right. biting in like, hey, we are Pay here, attention. buddy. Pay attention. Right. Yeah. So it kind right. of works either way. It can be all those things. And that's the intuitive reading. <laughs> Understanding the symbols helps you. But then what does your intuition say about the card? Right. And sometimes you might pull that out and see the fool as, oh my God, this is going to be a great new beginning. Go for it. And the other times that you might see the fool for a reading, you might think, oh, wait a minute, hold on, be careful. You, you watch what you're, where you're going. And doesn't make the last time you read the fool card wrong. It's what is spirit telling you through that fool? What's jumping out at you this time? So it could tell you two different things, kind of. Yep. Yep. But it's just what you're feeling at right, the moment. Right, right. Um... What are some of the meanings, you know? Watch where you're going. It's about fresh starts, um, risk, learning, trust, innocence, and the beginning. Um, yeah, I don't see any... Uh, is there any, like, planetary or zodiac symbols that go with this? I noticed that uh, they have... Um, air in here well there and there's also you have this zodiac that's a sign of uh i think pluto. that's pluto yeah and i don't mm -hmm. know why that is but oh look here's his zoe She's chewing her leg over there relax here in this one on the cliff he has that sack of oh there it's pinnacles, his satchel. right well look here this one has it too right there oh yeah yeah, I didn't, and that's the sign of Pluto on there. 
I think that there's a lot more. This is the Thoth tarot, mm -hmm. and there are... That sack looks like it has all the zodiac signs on those stones. Okay. We'd need like a... Magnifying glass. I need my glass. glasses, but... <laughs> yes, we would need a magnifying glass to see oh, that no, you're on right. the Thoth deck. That. It yeah, looks yeah. like it's all the... So again, he has all the things that he needs, right? And I noticed he's horned in that one. And mm -hmm. Ori has the Joker hat that has the two jingly guys coming off of it. Also, uh, he's making this kick-ass hand signal in this mm -hmm. one. Are you seeing that? I don't know what that no. means. I don't know either. Looks like the I love you sign from uh, sign language. Or <laughs> Spider-Man and he's about to shoot a web. So let's uh, go over the high topics of this thing here, the, mm -hmm. the, the points that we've got so far. So number zero, uh, you were talking about his sleeves being tattered because he's already been through some shit. Mm -hmm. um, I was talking about the net <clears throat> where he might have all the things that he needs to go on this journey inside of himself or right. yourself. Or it could be that you're hanging on to a bunch of garbage, which again, I guess, is that two ways you can read it, just depending on how you feel about it. Uh, the dog being the divine, um, the white rose being pure and innocent, the edge of the cliff being his just trust in his steps. Yeah. Innocence. Or he hasn't really planned it out at well, all and he's about that's to... That's where you kind of, people are probably sitting going, what about the reversals? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And so, what about the reversals? Okay, and reversal means? When the card comes up upside down. Right? So, do I read reversals? Or do... Yes. But, is it always the opposite of the meaning? N no. You know, so some... It, again, it, that's going to go to your But it alters intuition. The, the meaning of some sorts? Yes. So, sometimes, like when you read the book, it may be the complete opposite of, you know, not being innocent. Not watching where you're going. Danger, danger, right? That it's... Stranger danger. Stranger danger. <laughs> no one wants that. Um, uh, not trusting the divine. Not no, Being blinded. You know what I mean? Being... Um, what's the... What is my brain trying to say? Um, Use your words. Being misled. You know what I mean? So, I think you... Sometimes I look at reverse cards as sort of like seeds that are not yet sprouted. And so while in one reading the fool may come up reversed and it's sort of like, yeah, do not do this or don't go this way or you're not being trusted. It could also be like this is not yet ready to present itself in your life. So again, you have to go to that. What is your intuition saying about that card? And there have been times where I've read a card complete opposite true like true reversal meaning this is the complete on other times that i feel like it's just on like not yet risen above the horizon like mm -hmm. it's coming but it's not yet manifested does that make sense yeah or it kind of in a thing that you you need more information about this before you mm -hmm. do your thing to make it manifest whatever topic that might be um, I see in one of these that he's horned. Could, does that? Is there some sort of? Oh, I already said that. Horned? Never mind. I was just writing it down. He's, 
He's horned in this one, and he has the two jingle mm-hmm. Joker hat on Don't in this one. Don't drool on me, Taug. Um, Just that he's the fool, the Joker, you know, I mean, that's usually what they... You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yoker, yoker, mm-hmm. um, some of the, I did a little, a little search, mm-hmm. and I came up with the fool, um, being tied to the planet of Uranus. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, will you spell that for me? U-R-A-N-U-S. Cool. And I noticed that the sun is in just about every one of those. Right, because again, that's a symbol of the divine. Oh, okay. He's got the sun at his back, so it's usually a... May the wind be at your back, right? Sure. The sun on your face kind sure. of thing, but it is a symbol of the divine and protection. And I noticed that almost all of them, he has a staff in his hand. A staff? Like, uh-huh. Or a walking stick. Yeah, a walking stick. Because he's going to... This is about the journey, the journey right? Okay. And he's, he's going on the journey through the ready. tarot. All right. Um, it's a journey of self-development. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I think that's... Those are nice keywords Yeah, it's right like there. ten different points there, so mm-hmm. that's cool. Uh, the next card in the deck is the Magician. Cool sound effect here. <laughs> Sorry. Insert your own cool sound effect there. In uh, the weight deck is the man, the magician, standing in front of his altar, one arm raised above, the other pointed below, as above, so below. The lightning rod of um, manifestation. All the tools on the altar show that he has um, skills and power over the elements, that he is a skilled magician. So then he's got the magical tools all laid out on the table in front of him, right? And it's usually all those tools are the four suits of the rest of the well, yeah. deck. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. So the key words for the card personal power, will, intention, self-reliance, it's his ability to influence the material world. That's the magician, right? Yeah. But he can change reality and and influences and creates change. To fulfill it or to... Mm-hmm. To make a new one, I guess. Yep. He has all he needs to succeed because he has control over the elements and is like that lightning rod. Uh, I was going to talk about, yeah, most of Some these. Some of the symbolism? Yeah. Um, most of these are pretty plain. I noticed he has an infinity symbol over the top of his head. Mm hmm. Yeah, the majority of decks he does have that. Or she. Um, I was looking for any planetary... This has... I think that's Pluto again. Um, is that Pluto on the top of that? That's Mercury. Mercury, okay. Yes. So the magician is associated with Mercury. Why? Again, another air sign. Oh, okay. 
the Thoth deck gave gives you three different magicians. It's called the Magus. The Magus. Yeah, those are some really beautiful. Oh yeah. Art. I don't know which one I like better. I, I like think I like that one. one. Right yeah, the one that looks like he looks like Mercury. He this, looks like Hermes. This almost looks like it could be a poster for Brazil, the movie. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You do see the Caduceus uh, and kind of all of these little mm -hmm. pieces of them. Well, he was very into the Egypt mythology, right. so. But I kind of like it that. Is it Hermes idea as well. Tremegistus? Quite thrice great, I think mm -hmm. is what that is. Is that a floating penis on that one card? Probably, I wouldn't Oh, no, doubt. that's a fist. <laughs> <laughs> I can see how you can make that mistake. <laughs> but he has his tools, too, right? There's the cup, there's some kind of little flame, there's a sword. There's Pentacle. a, a Well, yeah, that looks like a seven- or eight-pointed star. A flying egg? I don't know. Yeah. Yep. You need an egg to make an omelet. He's got it. There yeah. you go. See some of the elements in there. I guess that, or maybe that's wheat. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, there's a sword. There's a coin. There's, there's a cup. In that one too. Yeah. Or maybe that's fire. Oh yeah, that could be it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these uh, the Thoth deck really. I've already said this a thousand times, and I'll probably say it You're a into few it. more. But yeah, like I'm it? into those because it's just a lot of stuff in it, man. A lot of stuff to look at. <clears throat> All right. Do you have any more questions? Do you need anything more information um, for your notes? No, I was just going to go over it real here, real quick. Uh, it's number one. It's uh, the magician has to do with the will and intention and self-reliance. Mm -hmm. The lightning rod, so he's always got his hand up and another hand down. As a as above, a, so below. Above, uh, so below, yes. Uh, He's got the magical tools laid out before him because he has everything he needs to do what he's going to do, mm -hmm. which is usually the four suits and sometimes other stuff. Uh, he has control over the elements. He is associated with Mercury. Why is he associated with Mercury again? Other than an air sign. Mm. Or is that the reason? Well, Mercury is very... It changes a lot, right? It's fast, it's moving, it's communication... Okay. It's of of change. He's um, got the wings on his feet. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but this is about focusing your attention and your will to create change, and that's the fastest, speediest planet that we have. Okay. Um, and then the last thing is uh, the Caduceus that's in there. Mm -hmm. I think I'm saying that right. At least in the thought deck, it's not. <clears throat> it doesn't pop up in in other decks, but. It, I think that's where he's picking up in that Crowley deck the connection to Mercury or Hermes. Trimagistus. The thrice great. Mm -hmm. uh, I just realized, and I might have said this before, but a lot of my Greek mythology I learned playing the game God of War. Yeah, you have. And if you guys haven't played that game, you should check it out because uh, it's pretty good. But uh, it's just funny how some of the stuff that I know is from that. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah.
Yeah, I'd like a drum roll, really, because this uh, first deck that we're kind of going to look at here, uh, we'll, we'll just pretend. <laughs> is that good? Sorry. I'm a drummer. Is that good? I was very excited about this deck. I was scrolling through Facebook land, you know, getting advertised <laughs> to, and this came up in an ad, and I think I might have yelled out loud, hmm. I need this, or absolutely, or whatever, and it is... The Golden Girls Tarot Cards. A look into your future from the Lanai. <laughs> <laughs> and all I saw were like four cards in the ad. Right. And I said, yes, immediately. Mm. Give it to me now. And I ordered it. I think you saw the Fool, the Magician. Yeah, it was like four of the major or ten. Yes, those four. The first High Priestess four. and the Empress. Yes. And I said, yes, give it to me. I don't care if every other card in this deck sucks. Right. If I could have four cards with the four ladies, the Golden Girls squad, uh, as a tarot character, I will pay 20 bucks for that. I feel you. So let's look at it. Okay. So it comes in this like little, it? nice little... Let's look at it. Let's look at it. Would you look at it? Very art. Look at it. I don't know if that's art deco look at this. or... Look at it. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it looks very. Uh, am I stupid? Did they? Was that in Florida? Yeah, it was in Miami. 
Okay, so yeah, so it looks very fucking Miami Vice, to be honest. It does. It totally does. And it's, uh, I like their little floaty heads on the side of the box. Pink, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And it's got uh, a nice little top on that. I like looks that. looks like a lady's cigarette case almost. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, when yeah. your little cigarette case comes yep. popping open. One thing I don't like straight off the bat of the, of the deck is that it... Not that I read from the little booklet in there, but there is no booklet. Like, there's no card meaning booklet so you have to already know or what have yeah and it does seem to follow a typical rider weight um design style so if you have a rider weight um deck it's pretty much kind of like that but i still think it would have been nice to have a kitschy book in there to kind of mm-hmm. talk about them i really wanted to mm-hmm. flip it open and there's some some male characters in here who I don't know who they are uh, exactly. It's going to take me a little bit of research, but let's start with the fool. So you might want to like look through and see what your favorite. And we don't have to go through every like deck. I mean every right, suit. I, yeah. But I, let's just look at the um, sure. the major arcana. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to bore the fuck out of people because right. this might be boring to have somebody else describe something to you. <laughs> well, no, they can go and then go buy the the the, the cards. Yeah. And I can always put some of this on social media. Whatever, I'm advertising for these fuckers. Okay. Um, well, the first one is The the Fool. Mm-hmm. It's Rose. <laughs> uh-huh. Because she's kind of a fool. And Rose is in a leopard print leotard. Mm-hmm. High heel boots. Looks like she's about to... She's about to walk off a diving board, right? I think so the edge she has a envelope in her hand and i'm not sure what is that a, that's a rose because oh, it's, that's a, a part of the symbolism of the of the fool the classic symbolism of the fool okay. there's the dog right the you dog's know, like, biting at her foot kind of yeah and she doesn't see that she's going to walk right off the ledge but mm-hmm. that's that's the that's the fool which uh, the first thing i want to say is the way that they did that railing right there mm. that dog why yeah that's weird the, Right? You just no, want to let that out impossible. of it. Right, it's very strange. <laughs> They're probably like, oh, wait, let's put a dog in there. It's like looking at that image of a three-legged elephant, you know? That's yeah, just, that's weird. It's kind of an optical illusion. All right, yeah, yeah. so that's the full, yay. Yeah. Next. Sophia. Picture it. Sicily, 1942. <laughs> in a red dress with one hand up with a wand in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, a table spread with a sword... I don't know, a branch. It's all the tools. Yeah, okay. the wands. Wands. There you Cups go. and the pentacles. Yep. Yep. The magician. That's Sophia. She's pointing down at the ground for some reason. Because that's what the, that's what the magician does. Okay, what's the... The lightning rod. Because the magician is the lightning rod between heaven and earth. Mm. So with he has one hand up and one hand down. And it's like you're bringing the power down and you're grounding the, the power. You're manifesting it, and then he's in control of all the elements, hence the symbols. So the wand up in the air is kind of like a lightning rod. Yeah. Okay. And I'll be honest with you, you probably already figured this out, but I'm not an expert on the tarot at all. This is more uh, (laughs) T-Rex's spot. So, Um, yeah, next one is the High Priestess. It's Blanche. What a terrible name. Blanche. What the fuck? Blanche. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe it's a very very southern name. I don't yeah, know. I'm sorry if somebody has that name. I apologize. Yeah. She's sitting. Uh, so I, I did go through this deck, and there's a couple. Of, the suit that Blanche has, I think she's pentacles, and there was just some 
Like, Blanche would never be decorating a cake. Mm. She would hire somebody to decorate the damn cake, mm-hmm. you know? But here she's that high priestess. She's I like how the pillars are two big potted plants. plants. Yeah. <laughs> one's black and one's right, white. Right, <laughs> right. They left out the J and the B. Yeah, they don't they don't have that on there. Mm. But she's got her feet on a crescent moon. Mm-hmm. And I could see her in the role of the high priestess. The next is the Empress and its beautiful Dorothy looking regal mm-hmm. and lovely. She had a terrible name too. Goddamn B Dorothy? author. B author. B author. Like Beatrice. <laughs> I know. Whew. These are older ladies. They were born in the 20s. I know. What's and up 30s. with that? Why is that? Why? How come you never see like a old grandpa and his name is like Jason? Or... Because his name is. Eventually, in about, I don't know, 30 years, there will be an old grandpa. And people look back and go, what the fuck's up with that? How come there's not people called, you know, Xavier? Well, I don't know. Well, there's going to be like something. a Riley and Blaley and Blobly and. All the, yeah. I mean, I don't want to. Sorry if your name's Riley, but right. I'm just saying names have uh, come into frame. and out of fashion. Uh, yeah. So, you know, yeah, Estelle you Getty. S- Estelle was probably a hot name in mm-hmm. 1924 when Estelle Getty was born. Yeah, you never. I've never met an old woman named Samantha or no. Jennifer. Well, no, it's always yet. it's always some weird ass. Because Jennifer was what Ethel became really popular in the 70s. Gretchen. When I was born. Bertha. Who the fuck would name their kid Bertha? Somebody Barbara. Somebody who liked it. Barbara's nice. No, Barbara is all right. You're going to alienate all our That's Barbaras. what I was just about to say, man. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop talking about old ladies. All right, our next card is... The Emperor. The Emperor. It's Stan. It is Stan. <laughs> With a terrible comb-over. Yeah, well, he had a really bad... He did. Comb-over. He's, uh... I don't know what that is. On Draped the floor in red. Right there. Is this like a hat? Was he in some kind of weird cult? Is that a small weird animal? I don't know what I that don't know is. What on... that is. See, this is where I would like to have had the book to like open it up, and he's sitting on the throne. There's the ram heads that are there. You get the mountains in the background. The whole thing. He's got the the kingship. He's got the globe and the and the wand, and he's got the cloak, but. What is that weird hairy hat right there on the floor? I don't know. I don't either. I'm gonna have to go online and see if there's some kind was of. Was he like a? Thing. Was he involved with the Shriners? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't look like a. That's the only that's thing I could Shriner's think of. Hat, it does definitely does not look like. Kind of. Anybody knows? Anybody <laughs> can go on the Golden Girls. Was he wiki. in a coven? Because <laughs> it looks like a a witch hat with a fucking I don't even know. It's fur. It's like a furry a brown furry ball dunce and cap. Very strange. I there's a Golden Girls tarot book. Oh, you're going online? I am. Okay, I'm going to go on. Go to the next card. I'm going to the Hierophant. And this is... It's it's um it's Sophia. Sophia. Definitely. Oof. I mean, if there's an authority figure in the house, it's right? Sophia, of tradition yeah. and authority. Mm-hmm. It's definitely going to be Sophia. She's got the Baphomet hand symbol mm-hmm. in one hand and a triple cross in the other. Her purse on her lap. She's got a purse. She do. All right. Two white pillars mm-hmm. in the back. This one I laughed out loud. 
It's this the is lovers. the lovers, and we get to see B. Arthur in a <laughs> Dorothy, Dorothy, and Stan, and Stan, and the angel is Sophia. <laughs> yeah. And they're in like their bathrobes. <laughs> That's funny. My chosen ones. Is like, That's how she has her hands up. That's how she's in the kitchen. There's a solar talking. disc right behind her head. Yep. It's awesome. fabulous. That's good. This one, dead over it. Dead over the chariot. The chariot. And it is... It's Blanche. Blanche in a chariot looking a little cowboyish. Oh, <coughs> she's southern, southern, right? She's yeah, southern. yeah. And I don't know who that is. Do you know who that is? No, they're just like two... But instead of it being the black line and the white line, it's two hot dudes. Right. Wearing muscle shirts. <laughs> and, and black jeans and a black t-shirt and white jeans and a whack t-shirt. Right. So, of course, she'd have two hot oh, boys. Oh, yeah, dude. It almost looks like Morton Harkett from AHA. That's what I thought. That's what I was waiting to, to have you say that. That's exactly who it does look like. That is completely Or a modeled. terrible drawing of Patrick Swayze. It's a, it's if Patrick Swayze and Morton Ar Harkett had, had a baby, a it's this guy on this card. Yeah. These twins here. They totally stole that from, from AHA. Okay. Strength. Strength. And it is, um, what's her name? That is Sophia. Sophia. There's four of them. I get confused. Sophia. Hanging with out with a lion and a palm tree. Right. I would have liked to have seen her wrestle, you know, in the, in the typical tarot. Oh, right. Yeah, she's yeah. sort of, you don't know if the maiden is opening the mouth of the lion or if she's closing the mouth of the lion. And how you interpret that for your reading can be one way or another. Um, but she's just standing there. Hanging yeah. out with a lion. It's very plain. Yeah, I feel like it could have been a little. It's a little posy, and I think it. If it, I would love to see Sophia wrestle in a lion's oh, mouth. Oh yeah, shot, for so. sure, man. That would have been way better. So I'm, I'm not exactly thrilled with that particular part. Uh, the hermit, and we it's have Rose. Rose in the middle of the night with flashlight and on the on, on the lanai. Mm -hmm. That's uh. Kind of boring too. Yeah, it's not the best card, and mm. I really didn't like the Wheel of Fortune. I don't feel like that has anything to do with. Oh wow, that's terrible. I think the tool. I mean, yes, we get the tools, but I think we could have pulled some funny things from around sure. the house to represent those tools. Mm -hmm. Or yeah, this is just kind of like a generic. It's boring. This is what's in this deck. Look at that sword. Yeah. So it's <laughs> basically a picture of a weird wheel with some symbolism. It looks like. Uh, I don't know, like Aquarius. See that? That looks Is like that a pause Mercury? button. That yeah, it's pause play in a in a circle. So I don't really know what it's symbolizing on there, but you definitely have um, the the tools in the corners, capped by a sphinx, and there's a little Anubis at the bottom. So it just does it. It's not the best. Card. No, it looks very Gennaro. Yeah. Justice. Dun dun dun. It's Rose. And I think that that's fitting because if anybody was someone to um, be balanced and fair, mm -hmm. and it was always sort of funny, you know, like Rose would be like, oh, but I feel bad for the, the, the villain of this episode mm -hmm. or whatever. But I think that um, I, I like her character in that. I don't really know what's going on with those pillars and why they look like they're just like neon weirdness. Yeah, it's weird. But 
Um, she has the scales in one hand and a sword in the other mm -hmm. and some neon like pillars. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. The hanged man and it's Stan. It's Stan <laughs> <laughs> from Look a at palm his hair. tree. Look at there. Oh yeah, and his comb over is hanging low. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but typical hangman right there. Hanging from a palm tree. Mm -hmm. And, and what, what does the hangman mean? You're kind of indecision? Well, it's kind of, it can be a card of sacrifice. It can be a card of initiation. Um, when we hang upside down, we see the world a little differently. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So um, is, this, is Stan hanging there because he put himself in that position? Or is Stan, Stan hanging there because um, he's not in control? Of this position, also when that with the legs, it kind of reminds me of um, um, a Wunyo rune, uh -huh. which also kind of can tie into um, that's a, a rune of Odin. Odin hangs himself on the tree, sacrifices himself to himself. So I always get a, an Odin esque feel from the hanged man when I see it. Does that have anything to do with like meditation? Because um, as you were. Saying the part about having a different perspective by being mm -hmm. upside down, uh, I thought there was also something of the state of your consciousness when all the blood like runs to your head. Sure, I could. And that's kind of a way of like intuitively reading because that's what it brought to your mind. Oh. So if you were laying that out and you got the feeling of meditation and changing states of your mind, just because it doesn't say that in the little booklet sure. that your deck comes with doesn't mean that's not you what can't I mean. get it. Yeah. How badass is the death oh, card? Oh shit, death. That makes me all of a sudden crazy to find the devil in there, but... Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, I love it. Okay. Um, the death card is Dorothy, looking like a witch, holding a skull in her hand. She's got a beautiful scythe under a arbor of white roses. And there's a little white and horse in the very background a, yeah. running along. Yep. I don't know what the horse here... Maybe because the in the typical tarot, death is riding that white horse, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, as we look at your picture of the death card. Um... So the car, the the horse is there, mm -hmm. and I. It has the renewal of the flowers over the top of sure, it. Sure, sure. And in the flag, you have the white Tudor mm -hmm. rose, but the ro white roses are there of that rebirth, kind of death and rebirth. So not a bad job on that one. Yeah, it's and I think I like it because Dorothy's humor is always very dark, cut. In, you know what I mean? Like she's the one I'll take your your knees out. Dry. Temperance. And it's Rose again. Pouring some lemonade. She kind of looks like a nurse in this one. Uh -huh. Like that dress kind of looks nursey, but. Is it supposed to be? N no. The temperance in the uh, Rider Waite is an angel. Mm. You know, it's kind of like pouring the energy. This is more like Aquarius type energy mm. while it is water. It's kind of, um, it's about balance. You can see she has one foot on the, on the lanai and another, her other foot on the, in a puddle. Of water so it talks about temperance is about balance tempering things balancing right. from one state to another state oh shit we're on it <laughs> Isn't the great? devil card and it's Blanche mm -hmm. with an over-the-shoulder shot uh, winky cheesecake biting mm -hmm. horns on her head yep looking like a little red devil mm -hmm. oh, that's pretty good yeah, who else could play the devil? Right? Nobody. 
the tower. Shady and Pines. It's their apartment place, and it looks like it's on fire. Well, they had a house. I don't they know. Had a, no, they, they lived What's in a house Pines, together. Then? Shady Pines, I think, might have been like... Sounds like a retirement home. Yeah. Is that I where think, Stan lived? I don't... Let's see. What is Google going to tell us? Shady Pines, Golden Girls. We're totally cheating. I know we are. Okay. Shady Pines, Golden Girls, Wiki. Shady Pines never physically appears. I feel like, is this the place that they always threatening to put Sophia? Oh, maybe. Retirement home. It's the yeah, retirement okay, home. Yeah. yeah. After Sophia Petrillo's stroke, that very, uh, yeah, that brought her out. Uh, Dorothy placed her in Shady Pines. Uh -huh. Sophia hated it, claiming that they were cruel there, but it's eventually revealed that the facility was just a sat was a satisfactory place that Sophia just didn't care for. So I think that's where, where um, yeah, where Dorothy always threatens to send her back to Shady Pines. Somebody's falling out the tower. Like it, yeah. yeah. Typical. Yeah, except I always liked seeing the, the knight and the pope or whoever it was falling that were falling. Yeah. yeah. The king and the pope, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, the star is Blanche and she's watering some flowers and watering a puddle. Right. With a star over very, her head. Very classic Rider Waite position. Um, I think you have the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven-pointed star. Mm -hmm. And that's like the Pleiades. I think that's what's above, like the seven sisters. Seven stars in the yeah. background. Yep. Um, over her head. She's got the in-between. That's like the in-between earth and water. Um, it's kind of like the blessings, you know, and... and Blanche is definitely blessed. Mm. Um, I don't hate it. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the moon, which is Dorothy. Dorothy sitting on a crescent moon with a crescent moon necklace on, all in white. Yeah, and I felt like this one could have been a little. I mean, the the classic moon tarot is the the dogs the tower like the two towers on the side you have mm -hmm. the wolf and the dog yep. and the crab coming up and mm -hmm. i felt like they could have done a little bit more right that i mean I don't, there's really no symbolism absolutely a lot of these have like zero in them but yeah it's, it's, except for maybe the pose that they're in so right. far right the position in the card is pretty but it doesn't yeah. have the, the typical moon tarot symbolism in it so i'd say our favorite right now is the uh death card or mine anyway is yeah i like that one too that still has some symbolism in it yeah uh this is the sun and i think that's rose yeah and she is definitely has on like a 1980s sweater <laughs> yeah it's pink with graphic like <laughs> shapes on it it's very like i went to rainbow <laughs> and what would have been great is if they'd put little stirrups on these pants and she was wearing stirrup pants. oh yeah, because yes. they're pleated right there, too. Yeah, it looks yeah. like stirrup pants, but she doesn't have the stirrups mm. on the feet. And she's jumping over a bunch of sunflowers. Mm -hmm. Sunflower's a classic one for the sun, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I like her for the sun, too, because the sun is typically that little chubby baby, you know? That innocence, the part of you that can't be, you know, all the bullshit that happens in your life. Someplace within you, there's still that pure child untouched by life's shit mm. and i think rose depicts that as a character 
pretty well. And this one I was like, eh, you know, judgment. Yeah, I don't even know what that what we're looking at really. It looks like Blanche and Rose and Sophia. Sophia so, is blowing a horn at them from the sky. Right. It's very because because it, in the the classic right away is the angel. So we've already seen Sophia as the angel in the lovers card, right? Right. Um, and in the typical judgment card, the angel is sounding the horn and the the dead that are waiting for you know judgment day mm -hmm. they're kind of a, a resurrecting so they're standing there in their caskets kind of reaching up to the angel because they've been called to judgment is happening um mm. it's it's just basically that card but i feel like they could have been a little bit i don't know more tongue-in-cheek about, about a lot it. of these yeah, yeah yeah i mean it is the golden girls we're looking yeah. at and then finally the world. The world. And again, it's a little... It's a little boring. It's yeah. a typical wreath. <laughs> I'm just going to say it's a little bit it's boring. It's a little boring. I would have liked to see all of them in the world. It's the last card in the yep. Major Arcana. Yep. And I feel like while the typical classic uh, Rider Waite mm -hmm. does have the one woman in the the circle of in the wreath circle I mean that's the card mm -hmm. man they could have all been holding it up like the four pillars you know yeah I, I think that I like it it's Dorothy and this one holding the earth in a what is that is that all like palm leaves instead of a evergreen yeah mm -hmm. it's like palm leaves wreath um, looking like an angel herself but is a little boring and is Betty White the only remaining one alive? Yes. Mm. They've all passed away. Well, I figured, I knew that B. Arthur did, and I figured that Sophia, being that old at that Sophia, time. Sophia, yeah, Estelle Getty, she passed away in 2008. We just saw that. And then Blanche, um, it was 2010. I'm not exactly sure when B. Arthur passed away, but... Um, so in the in the suits... They give each one of the suits to a character. And so the suit of wands is Sophia's uh, character. And they're all pretty much... Um, classic. Yeah, classic imagery. Like I said, the um, pentacles belongs to Blanche. And I felt like they were all pretty like spot on, except for the... I don't know which one she's baking a cake and I just thought I don't think I'm going to bake no cake <laughs> the kings are the cards that I have questions about because I don't exactly know other than Stan who they're I mean I recognize this guy and mm -hmm. I remember him from the show but I don't remember his name mm -hmm. um, I love this card I think the cups card is um, is Rose's suit and mm -hmm. the three of cups is just it's perfect it's the three ladies, not Sophia, but the three of them. They look like the three norms. Right there yeah, something. they really do. It's kind of celebrating. There's a nice, beautiful strawberry cheesecake in there. Oh, it's somebody that she was definitely in. Yeah, so it's someone that they're dating, and I recognize that guy, too. It's the same guy from the beginning. Yeah, I recognize okay. this guy, but I don't remember the, the character. Um, yep. And then we are to the The swords, swords. and that's going to be... Um, B. Yeah, B. Arthur. That's going to be Dorothy. 
Look at that outfit, yeah, though, the Two of Swords. So it's perfect. It it's perfect. 80s, dude. It's totally like, 80s. You can totally tell it's shoulder got pad. a shoulder pad. Yeah. <laughs> Sweater. And, and I like this one, too. The Three of Swords, which is classically just the heart with the three swords in it. The heart with the three swords is on Dorothy's uh, sweater. And then there's another one. This one. This one. The Six of Swords. So we've got the classic in the canoe, in the rowboat, rolling away. Look what she's rolling away from. Stan. It's, it's, it's a... It, this says Stan. Why does it say Stan? It, I guess because maybe they couldn't have drew, put a little guy back I there. We could have assumed it was Stan, but sure. it sort of looks like the Hollywood sign yep. letters. And she's rowing her ass away from Stan. Yep. This one I thought was funny, too. The Ten of Swords, where she's got ten, ten swords in Stan's photo. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I see like I don't know that's that not is. Stan. Right, I don't no, know who this and guy is. No, I mean, must have been maybe someone that she dated in the show, yeah, or had some dates with. I don't know who that is. So, if anybody is a Golden Girls uh, connoisseur, you got the Golden. Put your comments wiki. below. <laughs> <laughs> So if we were just talking like normal, and I said my pillow was made out of yak shit, would you <laughs> would you be my pillow girl? Sure. All right. Let's All see right. what happens. <laughs>